0: Dr. Gutter was a weird, weird thing that
1: happened to all of us. Dr. Claw... (laughs) <laughs> he, was, he was awesome he had that, that that cat that was like an asshole cat <laughs> yeah. but we never awesome. saw him not much not, not much we only no. saw his silhouette his little, yeah, so yeah yeah
0: yeah no, i i i like shit like that when yeah. a bad guy is just like ah fuck you i'm the bad guy yep i don't, don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's yep. great i think that's why i like the Beatles saga from dragon ball super so much because oh, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, fuck your planet i don't yeah. give a shit yep. i'll destroy it yeah, fuck he, you
1: very easily he can. <laughs>
0: I'll Uh, flick it away.
1: Did did you catch up with a new Dragon Ball?
0: No. Yesterday's episode I've been hearing was fucking wild, though.
1: I mean, Uh, what about last week's episode where uh, Topo? I'm like
0: episode 89.
1: Okay. No, no. No spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, here's the thing. Like Dragon Ball Z, like I'll catch like a compilation of the fight somewhere. Yeah. But then I'll actually watch the episode and then enjoy the fight 10 times more.
1: Uh, Yep. Understandable. Sure (laughs) enough. Fucking
0: great. I know that uh, I saw last week's episode where Vegeta got his ass kicked by Topo. Yeah. And then apparently, this episode, Vegeta came out with a big dick. Yep. I, mean, <laughs> I fucking love
1: this shit. Topo has a much bigger dick than we thought, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a fucking gotta create,
1: look, like, at a destruction. Bro. Okay, no, you know that then. Yeah. All right, that's, that's I didn't want to spoil that. <laughs> what the
0: fuck is up with that? <laughs> yup. It's like Goku's ultra instinct. Yep. What's Vegeta gonna do? Vegeta's right. gotta pull something out of his dick.
1: Yeah, he does, he does. Yeah, he's gotta
0: keep up somehow. <laughs> yup. Anyway, Dragon Ball Super is fucking great. Yes. I've been playing the fighting game that just came out, uh-huh. uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yes. So good. Nice. So good. I'm getting my shit pushed in. Yeah. Every time I go online. Because I I, I got past the point of like the people that are just starting out the game and ranking. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm at the point of the people that are playing the game. Oh, yeah. And I am not good against those people. Yeah. I get my shit pushed in consistently,
1: uh, um, but it's a
0: it's a pretty fun
1: game. It is. I, I played it um, over my friend's house this past week. Um, I made a my, my three team my team of three that I was kicking ass with pretty well in the beginner stage. of people <laughs> yeah. was um, was Tian Piccolo and um, and Young Gohan. Young What's Gohan, my team? Because you know, with um TN and Piccolo's moves are very similar. And I, I like the the team thing when you push R1L one and be able to bring those people in for team, yeah, like little combo team. things. Yeah. So I mean that's that team has been working pretty well for me.
0: Nice. I, I played uh, Vegeta Blue, yeah, uh Goku Black oh, and yeah. Adult Gohan. Oh, I love Adult Gohan. And Han. I just I for like the first two weeks of the game, I just like jerked off and everybody's really yep. <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way that I couldn't fucking no. Goku Black. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love that shit. Yeah, uh, you can play it because you have my account on your Xbox. You can just install it. Oh shit! Yeah, on your Xbox. I
1: forgot about that I, after the day of the party.
0: Yeah, no, I figured like, you would. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: I'm All right, you. Oh yeah, I'm, I will be playing. Fuck this whole time. Like yep, I just this whole time. Like yeah, I went over to my friend's house and played. Like you know, you had that game in your home. Yep, it's
0: in your hard drive.
1: <laughs> oh well, you can just
0: go like click and it's
1: there. <laughs> I will try that then. I surely will.
0: Bless your fucking heart.
1: Yes. Anyway
0: uh welcome back to the for film site podcast that <laughs> nice. was a long three minutes of geeking out that's pretty awesome uh today we're going to talk about the movie moon but nice. before we do any of that
1: uh let's do the catch up. uh the ketchup um i recently got a uh, at&t fiber installed in my house
0: how's that working out for you?
1: it's not working out great it's not working out great you know because i've been i've been looking forward to this for months on yeah. months for the longest amount of time to finally be able to get this a fiber, one thousand megabytes per second, and step into the future with blazing fast internet, you know, just be able to watch like five porns all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: with, like in with seven different tabs.
1: Seven different tabs, lost you know, just streaming is just lossless. Mm. It's amazing. No. But it's not that's no. not what it is. And the thing is, it's like so when they say one thousand megabytes per second, that is that's up to so the maximum would be one thousand. So yeah. you just already set yourself up for the maximum is one thousand. So I'm not really gonna get one thousand. Right. You know, I may be getting Around nine hundred or so, be like, all right. If I'm paying for a thousand, I'm getting nine hundred, then that's fine by me. You know, that's still like nine times faster than than the one hundred I'm getting currently. Right. You know, so fine enough. So they they install it, and then I'm checking my Wi-Fi speeds, and it's not nine hundred or anything like that. And then two
0: hundred. Yeah, it's it's between
1: one and two hundred. You know, with with Wi-Fi. And I call in, and then the first thing they say, um, so um, which which device do you have hardwired to the uh, to the modem router? I'm like, no device. (laughs) <laughs> which, which device? Like nothing. I'm not. Why? So you're saying that you're selling me 1,000 megabytes per second with of of internet with the assumption that I will be connected hardwired. I will be connected. You know, so through the Ethernet cord. Like what the who the fuck wants internet specifically to be hardwired to it?
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. What the fuck? I I I was hardwired to my internet connection mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, uh, then it wasn't worth it because I have Time Warner and they they Spectrum now. Yeah, they suck dick. Yes. Um, but uh, I was hardwired to mine because my <laughs> computer is just right there. I mean, it's stationary. You're like for one so thing. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. But like you, you have laptops, iPads, yeah. phones, computers. That was Xbox. another question.
1: That was another question they asked. When um when I called, it was like, okay, so um how many devices do you have in your home that are using the internet? I'm like, How many devices? Like what, what do you mean? Like all of them? I'm like, well, like how, how many? Like one, two, or three? I'm like ten or more. Like I'm not gonna go through <laughs> counting everything in the house, but it's like this is like this is normal now. Like if more if more than one person lives in the house, then there's at least two phones, there's at least two computers, there mm-hmm. may be two iPads, the damn TV. TVs are using the internet connection now, Fire Sticks, Xbox, PlayStations. I mean, it's just like everything is running off of Wi Fi. Yeah. You know, so it's like and you're selling me something under the assumption that I'm that you think I'm gonna be hardwiring all of these devices? God, Some damn of them no. you can't
0: even fucking hardwire. You, you
1: can't. Hell no, mm-hmm. you can't. So so I'm just like, I'm not we're not in the future yet. We're not even close no, to the future. No. Thousand megabytes per second is not for Wi Fi.
0: We could be in the future. Oh, we could. But uh, internet service providers are fucking cunts. ISP assholes. Uh, I fucking hate dealing with them. Yes. They're like I'm an angry guy. Okay. Same. Like I, I'm they're an they're angry they're... person. Mm? I have never, mm? never been as angry as when I'm talking to a goddamn internet service provider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have been in three car accidents. Yeah. I have almost broken my leg trying to help people do things. Yeah. I have cut myself on camera equipment and mm. lights. Yeah. A light bulb exploded in my fucking hand. Hey. I have never, mm. never been as angry as I have dealing with a fucking internet service provider yeah. with some Indian dude mm. who's telling me his name is fucking James. And it's, not, it's not James. It's definitely not. I don't give a fuck who you it's are. Not, it's it's not. probably like Patel or something. Sure. That's racist. I don't care. Wherever. But Patels are really common Indian names, so go fuck yourself, uh, right. fucking Tumblr.
1: I had a good friend named Jatin Patel, so yeah, I agree. Tim it P- is yeah, pretty it's, common.
0: It's, it's literally one of the most common. It's like the name in India. It's like yeah. John here. <laughs> yeah, all right. Or like Smith. It's fucking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fucking earth service providers. Yeah. And there's a nice documentary called Meet the Patels that you should watch. Well, nice. Right. Yeah, that was a way to make that.
1: Oh, make, make amends <laughs> with the Indian folk? <laughs> <laughs> They'll appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, no. Fucking new service providers. I no, feel that.
1: Pain. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really sucked. Yeah. Just, just dealing with them over the phone. So I, I have them coming back out to the house today at uh, 4 p.m. And like you they're said. They're going to show up at 6. Yeah, they're going to show up late. Yeah. But but I'm assuming maybe they'll get there early because whoever the guy is or gal. It's always been a guy for some reason. Uh, well, I'm guessing for protection. You know, I guess they don't want women just going into households by themselves. I guess I don't know. Sorry but about it's, the
0: clinking on the screen. <laughs> but yeah, you're probably right.
1: I mean, yeah so it's, it's usually a guy so I'm assuming that to, since today is Super Bowl Sunday he'll show up a little bit earlier so he can do whatever <laughs> he needs to do and get home to watch the game probably you know? Yeah,
0: you, you probably got that I'm
1: hoping betting so. on you Yeah.
0: Uh, here's another uh, you mentioned Super Bowl Sunday yeah. I forgot it was Super Bowl Sunday yeah we're not watching that shit because I don't give a fuck about football zero um, <laughs> <laughs> no. percent but here's something that I had I had a conversation with someone not too long ago yeah uh one of my friends, this is weird because now I'm telling a story about someone that I know. All right. And I, I'm, I'm hoping they don't get mad at me.
1: Okay. We've um, we seen how this goes before.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not a great time. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, fucking, I was, uh, I, I'm going uh, we were having a conversation about uh, Super Bowl Sunday and people host parties and, and, yeah. and all this shit. And so one of my friends got invited to a Super Bowl party. Yeah. But they were miffed that at the Super Bowl party, they didn't have enough comfortable seating arrangements for the amount of people that was going to be there. Okay. Because the person had just moved and she's kind of just hosting the party just to be friends with the people that are there, right? Yeah. And so, but I've heard, I heard about this fucking. Super Bowl party and the seating arrangement for six hours.
1: Is it, there's a seating arrangement?
0: Not seating, like 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 the furniture wasn't.
1: Oh, okay, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah, yeah, totally yeah. put in. Yep. Yep.
0: Like it's a house that comfortably lives uh, three people. I
1: got you. I but not see. twelve.
0: Yeah. Not comfortably accommodate twelve.
1: Hold, hold on, so uh, just just so I can make sure I'm all the way caught up. Yeah. So so there's a person that that uh, may be attending a, a Super Bowl party. Yes. They find out about the Super Bowl party yes. and then they realize that there may not be seating to accommodate everyone that will be there. Yes. All right.
0: Uh, Great. which. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. You no. might have to sit on the floor and mm-hmm. eat uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's fine. All right. Um, but that happened. But uh, but she she offered to host the party at her house instead. Okay. And and the and and, and then the person that originally was hosting the party they were
1: upset about that. I see.
0: Th- th- I don't think they were upset. They just All didn't right. respond for a long time.
1: Mm. For
0: like for they just didn't respond for like six hours. All right. Because people have lives. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm sh- and I'm like shocking it up to. People sure, have it is. fucking lives. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and I kept hearing about the, the fact that this person hasn't responded to that suggestion yeah. for like at least for the six hours that she hadn't responded, yeah. I would get at least one message on the group chat. About that.
1: Yes. Every hour. Because that person is projecting all of that other person's emotions onto them. It's like, what, you think you're better than me? That you can hold the party at your house instead of mine? That's what you're thinking? You think you're better than me? (laughs) And that might be all projections, but until they get a response back, at least that's what I would be thinking. So she's stressed out. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Understandably so. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not getting responded to when it's like that kind of stuff. It's stressful. Yep right but now i'm getting stressed out yeah because i'm getting the messages in so now this is not about any of them Mm-mm. this is about me in the middle. Yeah. i'm getting stressed out yep. i'm not even going to the fucking party <sighs> yeah so at the end of the day in the group chat mm-hmm. i just go like just don't just, just don't do it just just don't. it's so easy yeah. to just not just yeah. don't do it just say you don't give a fuck and then show up drink your beer eat your wings and go home It's it just don't just don't do it don't yeah. worry about it yeah and then that just led.
1: Which to, which, which one is this? Is this the one that that would would be going to the party and offered to have the party to, yes. at their home. Okay, like I'm talking to that person. Okay,
0: and uh, and and I've, uh, to be fair, in the in the group chat, I asked if I could be not polite.
1: Okay, nice, sorry. Um, right.
0: uh, and I says, can I can I just. Be, like, not delicate for, like, a second. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, with, with all due respect, you're a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> he was like, what? I, <laughs> is it okay if I be not polite? Oh, sure. Well, fuck you. That's what I wanted to say.
0: <laughs> and like, she's one of my best friends. Yeah. I'm obviously not mad at her. Yeah. I'm, I'm not in any significant way. I am like, friend angry. Like, yeah. the anger that you get when yeah. one of your friends, like, gets drunk too much. And yeah. you're like, fuck you. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like, that kind of angry mm-hmm. about it. But then it just, like, like that happened, and yep. then we just kind of dropped it. Yeah. Because she was just like, I get it, but I emotionally disagree. Mm. And I just went like, it's all fine. Yeah. Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. Yep. Just go there and watch a fucking football game. Yeah. But then, like, after that interaction happened, I was so wound up oh, that man. I was just in my head now, mm-hmm. thinking about why the fuck do people care about where we do things? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. Nah. It doesn't matter. You nah. know why I don't go to parties? Why? Because I don't give it? off. Fuck, how about your goddamn party? <laughs> mm. I like parties. I like socializing. If I'm, if I'm the moment your party stresses mm. me out, I'm oh, not no. fucking going. De- I'm not, not. going. No. I don't give a fuck if you're mad at me. Mm-mm. I will invite you for coffee. Yeah. I will make you dinner. Yep. I will watch a movie with you. Yep. I'm not going to go to your party. I don't care. I don't fucking I mean, care.
1: Yeah, if, the, if it's going to cause any kind of like social, emotional bullshit, then yeah, I'm not it's, trying to be in that environment either. Like, what the fuck? Just, Hell no. It's
0: so, it's so easy to not do things mm. that I'm amazed anyone does anything anything uh, yeah. it's just like like it, it, it the moment I, I, maybe it's just me with social things right. but the moment a social interaction gets complicated yes way more complicated than it should be i want out i'm not i don't want to have it yeah if i go to a restaurant and like the waiter asks me he's like hey how's your day going and yeah. i go like fine or whatever and mm-hmm. i mentioned like something that happened yeah and they want to have a conversation about a uh, conversation about that I want him, I want a new waiter.
1: Uh, you fuck that up, though. Yeah. Like, if he asks, how are you doing? And I say, fine. And then he responds to some bullshit, then I want a new waiter. Mm-hmm. If he asks how I'm doing and then I actually tell him how I'm doing and, like, mm-hmm. open up with honesty and then he opens up with his mm-hmm. honesty, then I ask for that. No, see, it's different
0: because if I just, like, fine, just tired, I just want coffee. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I said, that's fine, yeah. I'm tired, just I want, want coffee. coffee. Yes. This is what I want. You fucking get it to me. Yes. That's your job now. Mm-hmm. Your job is not to care. I don't give a shit that you're pretending to give a shit about me. Yeah. Fucking! I walk to a restaurant, I want this interaction in a restaurant. Mm. I, want, I want to sit down, and I want the waiter to go, what meat do you want, what side do you want, and what drink do you want, you fat fuck? That's mm. the interaction that I want in a restaurant. That's because a there's that. no pressure. There's no fucking pressure. I want a ribeye, I mm. want a fucking mashed potatoes, and I want a Coke, because I'm not going to do anything about the fact that I'm a fat fuck today. All Get right. that in, we're done. That's the interaction. I'll, right. I'll call you when I need you, and, and, and that is it. That is it. I don't right. give a shit yeah. about any of the other interactions. Uh, I, hate, I hate the, the, the waiter interaction. I, it's I, not great. It's, it's not great.
1: It. But, I mean, it's just like I only have a problem with it if the waiter gives me more than I've given them. You know, so if I, if I give them a five-word answer and then you give me a ten-word answer, then we have a problem here. You know, it's like so if I if they say, well, what would you like for dinner today? Uh, yes, I'd like a, a, a steak and potato uh, and, you know, some, some salad. No. You know? And then are like, all right, I'll go get that for you. That's it. You yeah. know, but if, if I, if I if you say, hey, how are you doing today? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I guess I'm a little bit tired. Uh, a coffee would be, would be really nice. And, um, you know, I'll just start off with a coffee. I'm really tired. And then the guy responds, well, you know, we've gotten a lot of people in here that's really tired today. It must be the weather. The weather is really Fuck coming you. down with a lot. Now I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> I gave you a little bit too much, but then you gave me way, way more. Yeah. Like, you know? like,
0: so, yeah. like I, I Maybe like over seasoned the mm. meat. You fucking salted that. You cured yeah. it for like yeah. way too long. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's beef jerky now. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know.
1: People are having a lot of problems with that in Uber recently. It's like you get in the car and it's just like, I don't want interaction. I don't want any of that. I want a service. Yes, exactly. I want a goddamn
0: service. I get in your car. It's your car. I get it. It's your car. You feel an obligation. Don't. You don't have to. Don't do it. I don't give a shit. I agree. I don't care how your day is going. Unless you genuinely look nice and I start the conversation. Yes. Don't fucking talk to me. Yes. I don't don't need it. That's That's honestly part... Of the reason I stopped doing <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> Yeah, just for the conversation stuff. Yeah. They didn't
0: want to fucking talk to people. Yeah. Like I just like I, that's why I love like fast food places because mm-hmm. I go in, they go like, "Sir, what do you want?" And, blah, and, and it's they quick. Give it yes, to
1: me. I, I agree with that's that.
0: That's it. That's the ideal like food interaction. Yeah. I don't. I don't care.
1: Here's here's some other uh, social awkward uh, type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in uh, Stanley, North Carolina, where um. Oh, what's our friend Devin? He's from mm-hmm. that same area. Right. So I, I was there, and that's where I went to high school at. And I, you know, people where I grew up with, you know, from childhood. And I'm getting gas at the local gas station where everyone goes to that gas station. And while I'm pumping gas, I see a couple other people, a couple of the black guys that, you know, they're they're talking. But I have a hat on mm-hmm. and a hoodie on, and I'm just keep looking down and I'm pumping my gas, and I'm hearing them talk, and I'm just like, oh God, please don't recognize me. <laughs> God, please, you know, it's like, I don't, cause I didn't, I didn't, I don't look up to see if it's anybody that I do recognize, but I just don't want it to be. Anyone that I've that I've known from high school or afterwards or before that wants to have any kind of conversation, you know, because like what I'm doing right now, I can't. I'm I'm passing through Stanley. I just happen to need some gas. I'm filling up my tank, and as soon as I fill up my tank, I'm gone. (laughs) You know, so it's like it it doesn't even matter if it was like a friend, like a very good friend from high school. It's like I just didn't schedule an interaction with a friend from high school for this moment at this gas station. (laughs) No, (laughs) I I totally
0: fucking get that. If you (laughs) and I ever run into each other, like outside of the podcast by complete accident, yeah. nine times out of ten, I'm not going to say anything to you. I mean, it, it, because, it depends, yeah, yeah. Because I know that if, like, if you're pumping gas or if you're at a grocery store or whatever, I'll go like, hey man, how you doing?
1: Just, oh, good, just, just good. to acknowledge just it. that I seen, seen you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. I will yes.
0: not push you into an nope. interaction. No. Because I'm the asshole if I do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's what people don't understand. <laughs> yeah. If you talk to me yeah. like a grocery store yep. and we're not very close, yep. and you just recognize me from yep. like that one thing that we did four years ago, mm-hmm. and you want to have a conversation. You're the asshole. Yes. You're the piece of shit. Yes. In that moment, because I don't care. Mm. I'm getting my frozen pizza at three in the morning in Harris Theater Mm. because I can't sleep. I don't need you in my fucking life. Nope. Message me on Facebook. We can schedule this shit.
1: Yes. Fuck you. (laughs) Yep. I. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a different time. I mean, it was like 30 years ago. If you, see, if you see someone that you haven't seen in 15 years, then like, yeah, hey, I haven't seen you in this long. I haven't seen your face. You've changed. You've changed, too. Okay, let's catch up a little bit. But we don't have to have that anymore. If I haven't seen you in 15 years, it's because I don't want to. Because you know, because I have so much access to you, all of your friends, and your entire life of everything. It's easy for me to go on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitch, uh, Twitter, everything yeah. if I wanted to see your fucking face. <laughs> you know, it would be that easy. But yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I can go on iTunes listen to your podcast seriously
1: they have them
0: yeah they have them there's (laughs) a meme that I was going around on Twitter that I felt like personally attacked by what was it Because it was just, like, about, like, the one conversation that I have the one dude where he just, like, brings up a podcast whenever it's unrelated. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, hey, man, how you doing? Not pretty good. I've just been going to school. Hey, man, listen to my podcast. Listen to that podcast,
1: though. (laughs) Shameless. Sorry? (laughs) Shameless. Sure will.
0: Some dude literally posted on the meme of the podcast, posted the link to his podcast. Yeah, as
1: he should have. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: All right. Shit. Yep. I guess they're not wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Anyway,
0: social interactions, social contracts are mm-hmm. fucking bullshit. Yeah,
1: that's not great. I don't great. like
0: to have them. Yeah. Let's just have organic interactions from now on. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what you want. If I got it, I'll give it to you. If not, and I
1: don't know. That's, that's, that's the, 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 where, where the problem is. I think the people that walk up and, like, say they're at a 7-Eleven at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and then you're at a 7-Eleven at 2 a.m., that is an organic experience, you know, for them. It was like, oh, well, you know, just, I happen to be here, you are happen to be here, let's talk for 30 minutes. And I'm just saying, no, I don't even want that. I don't want that. (laughs) I want an artificial interaction. I I would like to schedule a moment in time to where we both can have this just contrived moment, (laughs) you know, instead of it just being from out of nowhere Why I didn't schedule that. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my issue, I guess.
0: Uh. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't give me an organic experience. (laughs) Plan some shit out with me. And if I care, I will respond to your Facebook message. That's how that's going to work. Yeah. Or sometimes I just genuinely forget to respond, in which case pretend that I care, mm. and then we'll just get through it. Yeah. That's it. That's how, that's how we're going to do it from now on. I, oh, yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't handle social interactions yeah. when i don't want them to
1: happen. Here's here's my uh, here's yeah. my and I think this is my last point on social um, interactions. I have one more thing i yeah. want to
0: tell too after you're done.
1: So i'm i'm at, I'm at the gym and before, before in the in the early 90s before when uh, when walkmans were still a thing mm-hmm. and then the the cd uh, player to wear like portable cd players but it's just like you can't really carry those in your pocket you right. know so it's, it's like uh, when you go into the gym you really have to rely on the music that's pumping out you know from the early 90s and late 90s so there was like etiquette to where you could really meet a lot of people in the gym you know you go up to a station be like hey how many sets do you have or just you know it was a lot of conversation and stuff like that but since the invention of the um, the iPod mm-hmm. you know in the, the early 2000s that kind of went away to where it's like you don't interrupt like they'll have both headphones in plugged in and then when someone's working out you don't approach them
0: yeah because now, now they have they to they like raise into their fucking ear. And yeah take an earbud out and then pretend they care about what you're doing.
1: Yeah, so that's that set up something else now. <laughs> so, like, say there's a station, a, a bench press, and there's only one of them and someone wants to work on it. So now, instead, someone that's younger, they'll, so, like, it'll be, like, a 19-year-old and they'll understand the etiquette that this person doesn't want to be bothered and don't go talk to them. Right. So, instead, they'll sit across the room and stare at you. <laughs> Hardcore, eyes locked as hard as they can to stare at you to mm. let you know that hey I want to be where you're at right now right. you see me and acknowledge me staring through you and I don't like that shit you know what I'm <laughs> saying because I understand <laughs> what was happening right now and as I'm doing a workout and I'm being stared at hard as fuck the whole time for somebody waiting for me to get up but the other option is it'll be like the old heads the guys that are 40 and 50 or so they don't give a damn about your headphones being on no. they want that workstation they come up to you tap you on the shoulder hey bud how many sets you got left Right. Mother, fuck you how many sets so I got left until I'm done. You
0: stare at me until I'm fucking
1: done. That's, <laughs> that's how you do it. Yes, both, both interactions I don't like. I don't like you coming up to talk to me. I don't like you staring at me from across the room. It's just, I'm the fucked up one in this scenario, I'm saying. But it's just, I don't know what to do about that. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Talking about being the fucked up one in social scenarios, mm-hmm. I went to Whole Foods like a long, oh, it, was nice. like, it was like three weeks ago, or right. maybe four weeks ago. All right. And uh, I went to visit LC Pills when I works. There. Burr, 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 burr.
1: LC Pills every time, LC Pills <laughs> until you're on the show every fucking
0: time. I got mad at the end. <laughs> every goddamn fucking time, every time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I went to visit LC Pills because she works there now. Yeah. But I was also looking for Parmesan cheese because oh, I nice. was going to make pasta. Yes. So I'm browsing the cheese area and mm. I can't find the fucking Parmesan. Okay. Uh, so I go to the cheese counter guy and I'm just looking at cheeses. Yes. Right. And there's like seven hundred kinds of cheese. I said, "Oh, yes." And they're amazing. Yeah. And and I'm just like now I'm just lost in the cheese yes. and looking at cheese. Yeah. And and I've been there for like maybe seven minutes. Yep. And then the guy behind the counter hasn't acknowledged me in those seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then like in the eighth minute, the guy was like, hey, man, can I help you? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I finally found the Parmesan, like the moment that he talked to me. And I was like, no, I got it. Bye. And then I left like angrily. Like I shouted at this guy. Just like, I got it. Bye. OK. And it's just because I and, and I realized that, first of all, I'm the asshole there. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way around it. Yeah. But I left that store. Like, he was the asshole.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I realized what happened was, as I was speaking cheese, I felt them looking at me. Yes. And while I was browsing through the cheese, I felt judged by him. Yep. So, by the moment he approached me, I was like, fuck you, I got it. I don't need you.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I left. I, I totally get that. <laughs> Angrily. Yes. I totally get what you're saying there because like, like you said you're, you're going up to the cheeses and he's just staring you down he's yeah. not going to ask you hey do you need help with anything he was like no he got he, 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 has it. he yeah. hasn't said anything to me so maybe he's he knows co- what this interaction is yeah I'm getting cheese he's getting cheese it's like, yeah. as far as he knows you're a cheese connoisseur there's right. nothing you can t- he can tell you about cheese you know everything about cheese as far as he knows so it's like he's going on about his business you're sitting there looking for the cheese but yeah. he's staring your ass down yeah. just in case you have like a puzzled look on your face right <laughs>
0: you know? just like, <laughs> but I didn't. I, don't. <laughs> didn't I knew what I'm going for Yep. i'm just looking at fucking gruyere yeah because maybe it sounded fucking interesting Ooh, you got, you and i wanted gruyere? that instead of parmesan you got the gruyere no i got the parmesan because right, right. the gruyere was expensive
1: oh, yeah, it is. But yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It's, it's, fuck you <laughs> <laughs>
0: but here's the thing though yeah. uh, i think that guy is yeah. the guy that luis is dating now oh really uh, so i can't wait to meet him and ask if he remembers me
1: <laughs> oh man <laughs> like i can't wait to meet him and talk about cheese <laughs> like like seriously like if that's what he does all day. He's a
0: cheesemonger. I don't know if oh. he if he loves being a cheesemonger, but he's a mm. cheesemonger. I mean. That's what they're called by the way, cheesemonger. I didn't know that.
1: Well, well he is what he is. No, no. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's all my rambles about social interactions today. Same. Sorry to you, cheese guy. Yeah. I mean, um, but fuck I mean just stared at me. Fuck yeah, you. No, you. did. Uh, and <laughs> how do I come out being the nice guy in that situation? No, you're not. <laughs> how, do not. I, how do I delude? Better question. How do I delude myself into thinking to, that yeah, I was correct yeah, yes. in that interaction? Yeah. You can do anything if you believe in yourself.
1: You're fucking, if you believe hard enough, you can do anything. <laughs> Delusion is a powerful thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: powerful. Just act the Catholic. Yes, it is. Uh,
0: how many we're people would I offend today?
1: <laughs> we're on goddamn fire this morning. <laughs> Tell you what. That's what that is. Let's fucking get out while we can. We're on a high note right now.
0: Oh, uh, fuck me. Uh, we're going to cut and we're going kind of, to talk about Moon, directed yes. by Duncan Jones. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back. We're yeah. going to talk about uh, Moon. Chris, do your do your thing. Moon,
1: I have to preface this a little bit because Moon was a very, very, very special movie for me. Oh really? Awesome. It, it's it's one of the movies that that um that well one of the one of the ten or so movies that really drove me to get into film school. Oh really? Um, just it, one of the first things that, that I, I wanted to do when I got there was get into After Effects in my like second quarter and duplicate myself like how are you having oh, yeah. two people on the same screen and it's like I've seen it in like Parent Trap and I, I mean you've seen you've seen that trick many many times you yeah. know in film and television but when I seen Moon I was like this is like genuine interaction in 2009 like when they're playing ping pong like they're stepping over the line you know going back and forth I'm like how in the name of fuck are they doing that I
0: didn't even think about that I didn't think about the fact that they fucking played ping pong shit. yeah
1: yeah I mean it's just in the interactions with each other, I was like wow. And then just being a huge like sci-fi geek. I mean this and the writing was incredible and I just like dark, demented, twisted things or whatever. So it's like this one was one of the things that pushed me over the line into film school and where, where, where me and you met, you know, ultimately. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so just...
0: this movie is partly responsible for this whole scenario happening.
1: Yeah, so thank you, Sam Rockwell.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, Sam. <laughs> thank you, Duncan.
1: <laughs> yes, um, but this is, um, so Moon. It's, yeah. uh, it's rated R, came out in 2009. It's a drama science fiction film, uh, hour and 37-minute runtime. Uh, the rundown is astronaut Sam Bell, played by Sam Rockwell, has a three-year shift at a lunar mine, is finally coming to an end, and he's looking forward to his reunion with his wife and younger daughter. Uh, Suddenly, Sam's health takes a drastic turn for the worse. He suffers painful headaches and hallucinations and almost has a fatal accident. Uh, He meets what appears to be a younger version of himself, possibly a clone. With time running out, Sam must solve the mystery before the company crew arrives. It's directed and written by Duncan Jones. It stars Sam Rockwell and one other person that I had no idea was in this movie. Kevin Spacey.
0: Kevin Spacey. He yeah, was the he's robot. The
1: guardie, yeah. I had no idea until I, yesterday.
0: I saw the credits. It didn't yeah. register. Yeah. Because yeah. I totally watched the movie and I just realized that's who Kevin Spacey was when you said it. Just next <laughs> it. yeah. I had no idea. No idea. Um, something, uh, I want to talk about Sam Rockwell for a second. Yeah. Because he's the actor that I always kind of saw in movies, mm-hmm. but I never recognized as Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I thought Sam Rockwell and was Ed Norton Jr.? Oh, okay. No. Well, is that the guy from the Big Lebowski at the end of the movie? No. Uh, the, for some reason, for some godforsaken goddamn reason, mm. I've, uh, I thought that Sam Rockwell was Sam Elliott.
1: Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the, the cowboy with the hat.
0: Don't know why
1: yeah.
0: that mix up happened, but I thought he was Sam Rockwell. Mm. So I never fucking recognized actual Sam Rockwell. Yeah uh and then i saw him in, in three billboards earlier this year okay yeah yeah and now i see him in this mm-hmm. i was like sam rockwell's kind of the shit
1: kind of the shit yeah sam like rockwell's oh my god really good like he's one of my favorite actors like i love fucking sam rockwell Man. like the guy can do everything he, he, he can dance he can sing like he's like a legitimate just like guy guy like right you you don't have he doesn't have to be on the screen you put him in a room and this guy is fucking money yeah <laughs>
0: Like, <laughs> your fucking money man your fucking money you don't even know it you got right. these fucking fucking like, beer claws and these big fangs and you wonder how to kill the bunny you don't know how to kill the fucking bunny how do I kill the bunny how do I kill the fucking bunny with these big fucking fingers <laughs> sorry
1: <You just laughs> swingers I love that movie man <laughs> that
0: movie is so problematic today yeah it's fucking hilarious yes we're, we're,
1: <laughs> we'll have to cover the movie yeah so we'll far. have to. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> fucking money man yeah. anyway uh, fucking Sam, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. I was I was really surprised yeah and I feel bad now for not recognizing Sam Rockwell before, because yeah. every movie that he's been in, he's awesome. I've genuinely thought he was amazing. In. Yeah. I just never recognized them. Oh yeah. Uh, so Sam Rockwell gets hella props from me because I fucking love them. yeah. In this movie, and I fucking love this movie. This movie nice. is just
1: good. It really is.
0: And and like when uh, I don't like that synopsis because it says about the possible clone yeah. thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the synopsis on IMDb I think is a lot. Sets you up for a, a, a better reveal. Nice um because it just says a quintessential personal interaction yeah and it's just like okay fuck yeah i don't know what this movie's about yep um this movie is definitely. i know we're going to talk about the movie and we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie um but if you haven't seen it i recommend that you see it without knowing as little with knowing as little as you can yes yeah yeah. about the movie because i watched one trailer Mm. and i was just like oh fuck this looks good nice (laughs) uh and 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 uh, uh, when i first started the movie i thought oh this is a weird version of The Martian. Like, this is okay. The Martian before The Martian happened. Right. And then, so I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about this, but let me see where this takes me. Yeah. Because I've already seen The Martian. Yep. And then it was definitely not The Martian. No. Oh, <laughs> it, no. Was, it was pretty good. Yes. And uh, I think uh, my favorite facet of it is like, first of all, the writing has yeah. to be really solid. Because yeah. Sam is the only character. Yes. There are two versions of him. And mm. the robot, I guess, counts as a character. Yeah. But there's only three people in this entire movie.
1: Really, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we get to see you know things that are happening on Earth. You know, yeah. well, 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 for, well. There's another version of Sam Rockwell that we don't get to see very much. It's the um, the 15 years later, the actual, the actual right, Sam yeah, Rockwell, the original Sam, the original Sam. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, which uh, I love the fact that they managed to make me feel things with two characters that are the same character. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And a 3-year-old girl, mm-hmm. a 15-year-old version of that girl, yeah. and a clone that hasn't woken up yet, yep. and a stupid robot with a smiley face. Yeah. That doesn't sound like an emotional investment. Oh man. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it what 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 uh um, what made it so Sad and depressing for me this time because, like I said, the first time, I haven't. This is the second time, maybe third time I've watched this movie actually mm-hmm. uh, since 2010. You know, so it's like I've a uh, completely different view on movies. You know, over the past eight right. years or so. And the thing that was different for me now is the, the what, what they showed in one scene where uh, current day Sam is in is in the bed, and then there's the astronaut Sam that's just looking all decrepit and dying yeah. under the sheets and reaching towards him, yeah. and it, it's just the the thought that that uh, Sam Bale in current day is dealing with the, the the trauma and the dreams and the thoughts of so many versions of him suffering and dying yep. over and over and over, like that kind of trauma, the thing that you would have to put yourself through, you know, to be able to to do something like that. And, like, that's what the movie was for me at that point is just the, the torture of a human being, you know. Yeah. It's just, oh.
0: I, I, the, the movie sort of and – and. My favorite thing about the movie is that it raises the sort of ethical questions yeah. without raising them. Yeah. It doesn't say, hey, do you think maybe the treatment of clones is a little unethical?
1: A little bit. It yeah, just, it's like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't say that. It, it doesn't
0: just kind of it. It uh-huh. goes like... Hey, yeah, this is kind of fucked up, isn't it? The, that guy has PTSD, when yeah. he wasn't even alive. Nope. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, you got to think about that.
1: The, the, the only time <laughs> that the, 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 the heaviest hand thing that they did was at the very end yep. where, um, where he's about to leave, leave the moon. And then he was like, are you going to be okay up here? He was like, yeah, you know, as soon as I reboot, and then uh, the new sandbell, as soon as we're able to get our functions correct and rebooting and everything, then we'll be fine. You know, I paraphrase. So
0: we'll return to our programming. There we go. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and he was like, well, we're not robots. We're not robots. We're not robots. We're not that, programmed. We're not we're programmed. People, people, yeah. That's what he said. And it was just like that's the one heavy-handed thing that I was like they're showing between these clones, humans, robots that they were going. But like you're saying, it's still not. That wasn't what the movie was about. Like no. as far as them beating you over the head with that.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that the only like heavy-handed hit mm. after that moment was like at the very very end, like before the credits happen, where the the healthy Sam. Is landing on Earth, and we hear the station talking about the 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 ethics it, of yeah. like cloning, and yeah. like, I don't care if he's just a a clone, he's in, whatever that shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, lock him up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, that was the only other like heavy-handed moment mm-hmm. apart from like like dealing with the thematic of yeah. the film.
1: Yeah,
0: but the film itself is just kind of like, hey, there's two people, mm-hmm. and the I, I feel like the, the the integration of like the Sam who's shift ascending, like I'm gonna call that like astronaut Sam. Okay. Sam. Yeah. Uh, Astronaut Sam versus like like Station Sam, the yeah. the latest clone that was awakened. Yeah, like even the 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 gradient at which those two people sort of start interacting with each other mm. was like so beautifully. Yeah, dope. it was. Yeah, um, because the movie sets you up as, as it's like it's the original Sam. Yep. Uh, going crazy while he's alone in a space station. Yeah. And then about thirty minutes in, when we find out that he's actually interacting with this other Sam Mm -hmm. and it's not an illusion, you're like, wait, wait. So what movie is this? (laughs) Yeah, it's like what the fuck is happening? What are we watching now?
1: (laughs) You know, I really enjoy that. Yeah, because you you think that he's suffering from a delusion. Uh, The way they set it up is uh, he's watching television, and then for some reason he's um, or he he claps the television off, and then he goes to um to watch something or whatever. There's boiling hot water coming out of the sink, and he sees a lady sitting down in the chair that he was sitting in, Mm -hmm. and he's staring at it. And then by the time the delusion goes away, he notices he's burning in his hand and scalding hot water. Yep. You know, so it's like, so we've seen that delusion. So then when we see another version of himself, it's just like, oh no, Sam's going crazy. Like there's yeah. nobody else here.
0: Well, and, and they do it in the rules of threes because they have mm-hmm. that delusion yeah. with the the lady. The lady, yeah. Then they have the delusion before, like right immediately before the accident, where he sees the same lady. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the harvester. Yep. And then we have where he's in bed and he's seeing the astronaut Sam reaching out for him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "All right, well, this son of a bitch is going crazy, and this is going to be a movie about that."
1: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: and then and and then there's two Sams. Yes. And I'm, what the fuck? Yes. Uh, and and so I really liked that part of the movie mm-hmm. because it wasn't it wasn't like a twist where you didn't have enough information. No, it was just like it was like really well paced. Yep. And there's like 30 minutes into the movie, they already give you a small twist. Yeah. And then you're like, "All right, now I'm intrigued. I want to know what the fuck is happening." And, yeah. and this is one of the few movies that I predicted what the situation was mm. like after the two clones interacted, for
1: and like it 10 didn't minutes. mess it up for you,
0: and it did not. Yep. fucking matter. because yep. it was just so well done
1: mm.
0: that it, it it was just it was just smooth as yeah. fuck. It oh, was yeah. just smooth. There's transitions from like Sam Bell, like astronaut Sam Bell from new Sam Bell Mm -hmm. interacting and having to realize that they're clones of each other and, like, the new Sam Bell being kind of a more irritable Sam Bell, Mm -hmm. which they set up by saying that genetic alterations may happen during the cloning process, so there's going to be slight differences. And then this guy's more angry than this guy, and Mm -hmm. then they sort of become friends, and he's like, what the... It's it's just a crazy emotional ride from the moment that you find out that they're clones.
1: (laughs) I I, I like, uh, like I said, this is uh, seeing it from a different angle this time. And another angle that I was able to pick up was uh, about life just the, the like not the circle of life so much but yeah I guess a bit yeah alright so um, so you got Sam who um, I guess their life cycle is supposed to be three years yep. you know of, of a clone so you have Sam astronaut Sam he's at the end of his life cycle and he's breaking down he doesn't realize this he believes that in a couple of weeks he'll be, be able to go back home Right. you know so he just has to tough it out whatever is going on with his body these hallucinations his body bleeding whatever is going on just tough it really out
0: he fucked up bleeding yeah. Too. Yeah. It like, he's, it's not yeah. like oh I cut my finger it's just yeah. like oh my internal organs are failing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just getting a little worse and a little worse, yeah. and he's thinking that eventually he'll get to go home, and then you parallel that to a man that is an old age. He's 80 years old. He's 90 years old. His body is breaking down. You know, he he scuffs himself a little bit, and now he's fucked. You know, he, he's like, oh, I barely touched your nose. You know, why are you bleeding like that? You're bleeding profusely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like things like that are going to start happening when you're getting older like that, and I love that parallel between Old man, or um, an older man at the end of his life, and astronaut Sam at the end of his life, right. and then showing that that juxtaposition with a younger person with the Sam Bell being birthed, and then his just being sensitive to light, and yeah. a baby being sensitive to light, and their their legs being just gummy, and he stands up and he ha- doesn't have full use of of his legs and his arms, and he's just still wobbly like a little baby, yeah. and and then you get to see him. Uh, within the next day or so, he's growing up into like the adolescence, and then he's just showing off his youthful exuberance. He's jumping around doing jump ropes. It's like, no, I'm not the old man. It's like, from what he believes is astronaut Sam Rockwell, it's either that is a clone of me and what my future is going to be, and he was like, nope, that's not me. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm young. <laughs> I'm strong. I'm not a clone. I'm the real thing, and that thing that I'm looking at right now is not going to become me, but it's just the ra- ra- rationale tells him that Maybe there's more to this story.
0: Yeah. You know? And and I think that the, the, the astronaut Sam Bell has was purposely written as more denialist than the, the, the younger new one. Sam yeah. Bell. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean that's how he's known for his entire life. Yep. It's not easy to fucking change your whole outlook. No. But the new Sam Bell was just kind of like, no man, they got fucking like hundreds of us like stored somewhere. Yeah. And I know I'm gonna find it, and like, that's like really the main conflict between them mm. for like 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, because well, as soon okay. as he wakes up, he immediately because there, there's an accident because uh, the other Sam Bell, well, he gets out of the um, the space station mm-hmm. and he's not supposed to be out. He gets out and then he finds his clone. Yeah. No. You know. So, well,
0: <laughs> yeah. The thing is like the the, the astronaut Sam Bell crashed. Because of the delusion that he had, yeah, and then they woke up a new clone, but yep. this new clone keeps seeing visions of the crash. Yep. So he goes like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here and yep. find that crash." Yeah. And then he does something, and then the robot lets him go. Really, the robot lets him
1: go. Yeah, back. that's yeah, what happened. Yeah.
0: And then he finds old astronaut Sam Bell, and he's yep. just like, "That motherfucker looks just like me." Yep.
1: Explain. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And
0: and the robot really doesn't explain anything no. until like the very end, where he becomes a more friendly character. I, I th- but I thought it was going to be some Hall 2000 bullshit. I was glad on. they
1: didn't go there. Yeah, yeah. same. Like, he, the, the, he, he kept repeating, I'm only here to help you, right. and things like that. So it's like, or that he can only account for the things that are happening on the space station. You know, so it's like he, he had his, his regulations and the things that he couldn't do, but I felt like he wanted to operate within those regulations to help as much as he could. Right. You know, but he wasn't, you know, he can't only do so and much. And he did. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, I think that robot was a pretty pivotal character in the film. Which is interesting.
1: He even, he even showed um, Sam at the end of his life, you know, like um, uh, astronaut Sam mm-hmm. that's, that's about to die from this old age and doesn't know what's happening to him. Um, the, the robot eventually shows him so many clones going through this exact same phase mm-hmm. over and over and over. It's like, no, this isn't, you know, just something that happens once. Every single version of you has come to this exact same spot. Mm-hmm. And another, another thing that I really love about the relationship between however many thousands of Sams that the robot has dealt with until the point we see the movie... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam is telling him a story about um, interaction with his wife, and then um, the the robot casually just kind of says like, "Yeah, I, I know, I know already. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, I already know it because like I, I've heard these stories so many times. You don't even realize how many versions of yourself has told me this story because it's very important to to Sam. Yeah. But the, uh, the other thing he says to him is like, "Yeah, but I, I feel like I've changed. You know, it's, it's been. I feel like my time here has really changed me. And the robot's like, "No, you you have changed. You know, he doesn't realize like that, the original clone that's there, however many times, like thousands of different clones have come out. There's something that's changing Mm -hmm. each time, like maybe memories are transferred in some type of way. But something is changing with these clones to where they are legitimately not the same.
0: Right. Yeah. They look the same, not the same genetic makeup. But I think Mm -hmm. that the movie was trying to push that fact that Mm -hmm. even though they are clones, they are their own individuals. Yeah. And and individual differences come with them, which is, like, why they do the test at the beginning to, like, check for mutations or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, like, all right. And and, and all of that was really smooth, too. Yes. Because the movie, uh, and I'm going to talk about, like, cinematography of the movie in a second Mm because I think that's amazing. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Yes. Um, But I think that, like, the the editing was really clever. Yes. um, Because the moment that Sam crashes, um, and and there's little details that you don't notice Mm -hmm. until you think about them. Yeah. Which I think Sam crashes, and we get a close-up of his face immediately after the crash. Mm. He's bleeding out of his eyebrow. Yeah, He's got the, the, the hand thing from the water in yeah. his hand, yep. uh, the Band-Aid. And then, and then we wake up to him in the infirmary, mm. and he's got none of those things happening. Yep. But the movie sets up the editor. She's like, yeah, he had a crash accident, and then somehow made it back to the infirmary. Yeah. And you're like, all right, what the fuck happened yep. in the middle there? But you don't think about it because there's no precedent for you to think about. All right, no, you no see fun. the same
1: face, you know, maybe shaved, yeah. you know, it's all right.
0: And 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 I really enjoyed how that communicated to the audience. Yeah. Um, because it's subtle enough that you can miss it. Yep. But it's definitely in Is your there? face enough mm-hmm. that you can just be like, oh, cheeky bastards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? and, and, and I really like when a movie, I think this movie, I have a problem with like obtuse movies, movies mm. that are just obtuse. hard to understand mm. for the sake of understanding. Uh, for, or just for the sake of being hard to understand. Like, mm. I don't like that. That's, okay. why, uh, that's why I didn't like um, The Vanishing. Mm. Uh, just that kind of concept. So, I like when movies are aware enough that it goes like, I want this to be a surprise. Yeah. But I got to give it. Okay. I got to present it somehow. Yeah. And I think this movie, Moon, did that really oh, well. Oh, yes. Oh, it yeah. It just gives you the correct pieces of information. Yep. And then you can put it together in your mind. Yeah. And, and feel a little bit smart along with the... You can, sure. you feel like you're talking with the director about yeah. this movie and, yeah. and, 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 and I enjoy that.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, it handled, like I said, every single piece. It's like you were talking about cinematography and I'm always into lighting and editing right. stuff I really enjoy and... Something I've been seeing, and something we learned in sound editing, like your J and your your J editing and your they L editing, that really well. Yes, they did. It's and 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 to, to convey a meaning too. It's just like the when it was torture for me. So the very first time that you see Sam, he's running on a treadmill. His hair is grown out. He has a beard, and he's just chugging away at a treadmill. They show a couple of shots of that. And like, why would a person be on a treadmill that's in space? It's just like, oh well, I have another fifty years to live. I have another seventy years to yeah, live. Right. I have to remain healthy. I have to remain fit. You know, because I'm going to be going back home and I'm trying. It's just the delusion that these clones are in and it was like when you open the movie like that like when I sit for the second time and it's like now you know that it's just your whole life is a fallacy. Yeah. You're fucked. It's like you're, you're spinning around in a rabbit hole thinking that life is one thing and it is completely different and it's just like that, that fucked me. So it's just like after one interaction then you see his, his mind is fucked up for a minute. The next thing you hear is and then cut to him back on the treadmill again so i'm just like i I really enjoyed that like the editing in this i mean it was masterful
0: yeah the editing uh duncan jones is directing something that's coming out soon i don't know what it is um but he's got a very clear i don't okay he hasn't got a clear style Mm -hmm. but he's got a very clear mastery of where to put information yeah and and i think it's a horror movie that he's coming out with okay Um, but, uh, I, I really, I really like the, the style this movie has. It's very, and, and, and there's not a lot of tracking shots. There's not a lot of movement in the camera. Yeah. And that's probably a practical decision because they have to do the whole, uh, you know, side by side, Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell yep. thing, but there's ways that you can take a practical decision. Mute. That's it. Mute. Yeah. Uh, there's ways that you can take a practical decision and then turn it stylistically. Yeah and the fact that the camera didn't move considerably throughout mm. this entire film was such a pretty thing for me cuz yeah. it's cuz you're in space yep. it's he's alone it's meant to feel solitary it's, it's meant to feel like he's the only guy there yeah. and you feel his aspiration to go home oh yeah and then and 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 it just worked perfect it just looked pretty in like a it did. really white and silver blue base yep. and have sam rockwo where like astronaut sam wear yep. these like Blue opaque colors to sort of show that he's kind of in tune with the bass, and that's how yeah. he's known. Yep. And then you have new Sam where this like bright yellow, bright and red reds, colors, yeah. completely contrasting with any background, even. Yep. In, yep. Uh, until he's an adult, where he starts wearing more gray and neutral colors, mm-hmm. and it's just like, fuck, oh. yeah, it's, like, it's good, it's <laughs> yeah. good.
1: Yeah. And
0: and 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 I I just appreciate when a director can take a practical decision. Mm and then maybe infuse it with a character decision, yeah. a character motif. Yeah. Like the colors that Sam is wearing, the new Sam is wearing yes. as he grows up. Yes. And the, the interactions that this new Sam and old Sam are having, and, and old Sam sort of becoming pale and decrepit. Yes. And then the status of the base, even though the base never gets pale and decrepit, mm-hmm. you feel the breakdown of him it's is somehow down. related yes. to the base. Yes. And, and I, don't, uh, I can't, Really, say technically, technically wise, Mm -hmm. what made that connection happen with Old Sam and the bass? Mm -hmm. But I know it's there. Yes, definitely. Just fucking love
1: that. Yeah, it was good. Like I said, like I'm, like I said, I'm really loving just the aspect of just life and just uh, from birth to death. And just being able to analyze yourself. Another moment when, um, when astronaut Sam, he's, um, he's talking to the robot, I believe, and he's saying, um, yeah, now I see why my wife says um, that I was a certain way. It's like, I really couldn't see it. But, you know, now talking to the, the new Sam, it's like, yeah, I can see. It's like, he's off the handle. He just <laughs> yeah. jumps off at anything. You know, but it's like, no, that's you. But it's like, you're too busy living inside of your body to be yeah. able to self-analyze well, the way, you know, by seeing it back in your face. Yep. You know. And also,
0: it, it just it, it, it goes back to that idea of growing up. Like mm-hmm. that's a younger that's Sam. a younger version of you. Yeah. yeah. So you were that asshole. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and I think they come to terms with it in the scene where he's on the toilet bleeding, like when they're about to go into the capsule thing for Earth. Yeah. And like, New Sam and Astronaut mm-hmm. Sam are talking. And then he goes like, you can't kill three people. I know you can, <laughs> I can't because I can't do it. Yep. <laughs> and I just, I love that interaction because yeah. I think that was the moment where they agreed.
1: That they're the same person. That they're not all... only
0: the same person, mm. but that they're stuck in the same S- circumstances. Yeah. And that they have to learn how to come out of it. Yeah. And so, and, and, and th- that moment was, I think, the moment when they accepted that, yes, we are clones, but we are also individuals within yep. those, mm, within those parameters. Yeah. yeah and and i love that i love that moment i love
1: love what he said to him another that made me think about life again too and just what is what's the difference between three years and 80 years like in the grand scheme of things it's like that that time is very short and 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 finite right you know and and
0: never be enough time
1: never no and and when um when he was saying that he was going to leave and and go back to earth and he was like yeah you're, you're gonna travel that's good i always wanted to travel you know, and it's just like you're going from the moon to the earth. It's like it, it makes it, it makes it, it sound like you're going, you know, to Chicago for the weekend. Right. You right. know, but it's just like it's just traveling. It's just another thing that you can do before you die. And you know, it's not it's not like you're going to go cure, solve the world or you're going to live forever. It's just another thing that he wanted to do in his time while he was alive was to travel. And
0: now this other him can do it.
1: Can go do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh the, Here's another uh, another thing that I really liked about this movie. I have a problem with science fiction sometimes. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to use Alien Covenant as an example. All right. Uh, Alien Covenant could have been a good movie, but it got bogged down by trying to be techno futuristic and like, oh, we're obviously in the future. Yay, science fiction. Yeah. This movie does not. This movie acknowledges that they're in the future. Yep. But it's as normal as if we were in 2004.
1: Sure. Yes. Because
0: yeah. it has to be. Yeah. Because people don't live in the future and go like, "Fuck yeah, we're in the future." <laughs> they live in the future and then go like, "Yeah, man, holograms are totally a thing that we do." Yep. And I feel bad for everybody that didn't have them. They're fucking great.
1: Yep. But That's how it.
0: the future works. Yeah. Nobody's excited to be in the future because their future, our future, is their present. Yes. So stop it. <laughs> science fiction writers. Yeah. That thing, like, it's like I hate when science fiction writers do the thing when they have, like, a fancy piece of technology. Yeah. And then the guy just does a close-up of it and starts showing it. And I was like, yeah, look at the Look feature. at this, yeah. Fuck you. Don't give no one does that.
1: Not important to them.
0: And, and no. no. And this movie really, I think, handled that really well. Where yeah. It was like, well, obviously in the future, there's an AI. Yep. But the AI is kind of rudimentary. Yes. And it's not this astral projection that runs the whole system nope. out of Space Odyssey. Uh-uh. It's it's just a thing on like a, it's like rail. a tangible
1: machine yeah. that you know that just goes up and fixes the space station. Yeah.
0: yeah, and 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 so like that setting just made it more believable. Yeah, I think like The Martian did it really well too. It, the Martian it did. Uh, approached that science fiction. Th- yeah, sure. There's fancy technology and fancy looking screens, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's just someone that knows someone that has that technology. It's yeah. not someone that's showing it off. Not at all. And and I think Moon did that amazingly well. Same. I never at any moment. Like it was out of possibility. No, he even had an alarm clock that was like looked like a normal alarm clock, but, but it wasn't. was like a little bit futuristic. Yeah, and like those little things I like because yeah. there's no way that humanity will get to the point where they can make holographic alarm clocks yeah. and then not put that shit inside a normal looking ass. Alarm yes, clock. we're gonna have to need that. We like patterns, yes. we like things, and I feel like Duncan Jones did a great job at choosing what would look futuristic, what mm. wouldn't look futuristic what would look space station-y, what would look home yeah uh, and 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 i think that really matters to the way you see the movie yeah and like the way that the movie makes you feel
1: there there's um i, rem- I remember after my first time seeing it and it left me with the feeling of of incompletion mm-hmm. because I, I was i was feeling uh, sad for these hundreds of thousands of clones that are still there on the space station right you know, you get to see one of one of the, the original Sam, one well not the original um, space uh, spacesuit Sam. He he dies by the by the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. The younger version of Sam he gets in the ship and he goes back to back to Earth. But they leave behind on that space station thousands of you know, and like like uh, like the robot said, they're going to continue to re- reboot and just reprogram it and just continue to go and work yep. on that mission. So the person looking at it at that point was just like, so you left thousands of versions of yourself back to just continue this cycle of suffering and torture and why would you put yourself through that you know what so when you left why didn't you come up with a plan to destroy the space station and then leave but right. another part of me now is looking at it and it's just like Say that we're some grand being that when we live for ten thousand years, and then we're looking at these these other things. They can only live for one hundred years or eighty yeah. years. And then you're just like, why would they want to live for eighty years? Like most of the time, they're going to be alive is going to be suffering. You're yeah. not even going to get to enjoy your life for the first thousand years of being alive, and then you'll be able to. You know what I'm saying? Like for right. them, yeah. for these beings. So that's why I'm looking at it now. I'm like, as someone that feels superior in the sense of time. You mm-hmm. know that that I may be able to live to be eighty, and then I and but who says my life isn't suffering. Because it, it is. Yeah. You know, it very much is as well as yours and everyone else that has to be alive because no one chose to be that. Yeah. You know, so, so now these thousands of clones that didn't choose to be alive, so it was like, would it be morally reprehensible to decide that their lives isn't worth living? I feel like it would be. You know, yeah, no, so, yeah.
0: I, I, and I think the movie definitely plays that angle. I think the movie wants you to think about those films yeah. and wants you to think, like, well, why didn't he just kill not yeah. he just—he'd be killing
1: yeah.
0: thousands of people. Like yep. he said it himself at the end of the movie, "We're not, pro, we're not, we're, we, not we, we're not programmed. We're yeah. people." Yeah. So I feel like 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 that Morelli aspect makes sense, but the thing that he did do, which is that he put in the coordinates mm-hmm. to destroy the the jammers yep. and then establish a life feed again, and then he whistleblowed.
1: Yeah, he did back
0: on Earth. Yeah. to have the conversation happen about these clones. Yep. So like, I think the re- the reason it feels like incomplete the first watching, I think for or the reason why it would for yep. most people, yeah, is because it's not the Hollywood ending. It definitely not. No. It's it's definitely the. It's the ending that makes sense. Is that bacon? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I they, they can't smell the bacon I, at I, all. I can't
1: smell <laughs> Just smell the bacon. I'm sorry. So it's bacon. Like, fuck, get, get, fuck off me. I'm like, it's bacon. Like what? Like like, like like bacon isn't the best thing that we have going on on this planet. Parents
0: are probably making Bacon is pretty good. It's like, I would clone a shitload of pigs yes. and eat them for bacon, no problem. Yes,
1: that's one of the best things we have going on on this entire planet is bacon. So I'm like, all right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Don't have a cancer cure, but we have bacon. We do. We do have bacon. We do have that. Uh, <laughs> what know. was I saying? Um, uh, the, 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 the morality, clone. Yes, thing. yes. Okay, so he whistleblowed at the, at the end of the movie. Yeah. And it's not a Hollywood ending. No. But it's definitely the ending that makes sense yep. for someone that feels the same, the way that the two Sam felt when they realized they were going to do this. Yeah. And and I and I liked it. I, I don't. Hollywood endings are kind of
1: the cheesy. Stupid. Yes.
0: And and I'm glad they didn't destroy the station. Me I'm too. glad the robot didn't become antagonistic. Same. Uh, which I thought he was. I thought he was poisoning Sam at first.
1: Ah. Uh, because yeah. he was
0: the one prepping the food, and then yep. Sam was dying. And so he I kept
1: had... asking, oh, "Are you hungry? You should eat." Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which I think was a purposeful decision. It definitely was. Yeah. Um. So I was glad that that Gertie was just kind of like, no, nah, man, you can wipe my memory. It's cool. Yeah. I turned this robot into a hippie because it makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah. But I'm glad that they didn't go that route. I'm glad that they kept it just like, I'm here to help you, Sam. Yeah. And, and they did and they mm. wiped the memory and no one knows. And mm. no one knows until he goes back to earth. Yeah. Which is it's not an exciting ending, but it's a satisfying
1: ending. Yes, it's satisfying very much. Um,
0: so it, it's it's this is a movie that could have been very heavily handicapped by Hollywood endings yeah. and Hollywood plot structure. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was just kinda like subtle and nothing really happened. No. But a lot of things. A lot happened. of did though, yeah. You know, like like emotionally, everything happened. Oof. But in yes. terms of, like, events, mm-hmm. nothing really happened.
1: Like, this is the movie I kept, I've, I've been harping back on for, like, the past two years in the mm-hmm. podcast because Black Mirror has adopted certain things from from this episode. Um, I mean, you have to, people go watch Black mm-hmm. Mirror, but, I mean, they, they have things. Or even, um, I don't know, just just watch some of the Black Mirror, the cloning and the aspect of morality within mm-hmm. clones. They, they really address stuff like that. But, yeah, it's... It's a good movie. I like it a lot. And, and, those are, and
0: those are all tropes that exist in sci-fi, and they've always mm-hmm. existed in sci-fi since oh, sci-fi yeah. was conceived as literature. Yeah. But the interesting thing about putting them on a visual medium is yeah. that you get to have fun with how that looks yes. and how to interpret it. Oh, yeah. And and I'm like, I, you're a sci-fi guy, right? You love oh, sci-fi. Oh, yeah. Uh, I The reason I shy away from sci-fi in mm. cinema mm. is because it gets so lazy so oh, many can. of the times. Again. It can. Where people are just like, ah, future, fuck you, it happens. And yeah. like, ah. no,
1: um,
0: but movies like The Martian, movies like this one, movies like the original Alien mm. uh, are all like, good examples of how you can make a good sci-fi grounded in the reality of our own universe mm. if you just pick, give enough of a shit yes. to care about how you write it.
1: I, um, j- just real quick. I um when I reviewed a little bit of The Martian when it came out, mm-hmm. and I want to stick to my guns. There, didn't like The Martian when I seen it in the movie theaters. Still don't like it. Yeah. And and that's that, that's not to say that it's not a good movie because it is a very good movie. Yeah. But it's just like I wanted science fiction, and it was heavy on the science and a little a little low lacking on, the on the fiction,
0: you and, know. And, but that was how the book was. That's, it was Bales. Yeah. we saw the book,
1: Sorry. so it's like it followed exactly what it was supposed to, and it was a very well done movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just like anything else in life, expectations. You know, if your expectations are high fucking you're expecting one thing you don't get that then it's whatever i
0: yeah. know uh, so, but uh, this is a movie that i think handled a lot of that gorgeously well the cinematography looked gorgeous yes it was static mm. and it felt spacey yeah you know it felt like you were in space it with did. them it did and and it felt like you were alone in the room with whatever sam you were alone with yep. it felt like you were a fly on the wall mm. the close-ups i can't remember very many close-ups there were a lot of two shots a lot of yeah. medium shots but yeah. not very many close-ups uh So, like, I feel like every time we got one, it was pretty purposeful. Yeah. There's those little moments of humanity. Where the astronaut Sam scribbled names on all the machinery and put posted notes on all the machinery, machinery mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, no, this is a person because they get bored yeah. and they they need some sort of human contact, so they make up their own human contact and they yeah. call the machines Luke. Yeah, and 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 you know John or whatever. whatever
1: they, yeah, whatever human and, thing. And
0: and that becomes part of the lexicon, and yeah. the robot has to adapt. Like Gertie has to adapt to that lexicon yep. to the point where. Sam can communicate with Gertie saying, Hey, John stalled today and then Gertie knows what he's talking yep. about. Yeah. And those little moments I just really love because they create a sense of world building yeah. that's I think is severely lacking from a lot of filmmaking Yeah, uh, nowadays. And I was just happy with it. There I was, was just pleased.
1: There there was something that they did and very purposeful. And it made me love the movie that much more. So um, so when astronaut Sam gets back, and he goes back to his room, and it was the first time that I, it made me notice that when the new Sam gets up, he goes to a completely different bedroom. Right. You know, he didn't just automatically go to old Sam's, you know, bedroom. So, Sam, uh, astronaut Sam goes back to his original bedroom and his room is just a mess. It's all fucked up and his body is fucked up as well. Like we were talking about that transition. And he goes to his wall, to like this metal wall, and he's talking to himself for only two more weeks, just hold it together two more weeks. And then he takes a black marker and he starts to make a smiley face. Mm-hmm. And if you look very closely, there's other smiley faces that have been wiped off. So, it was just like I said, it's just if like I said if the new sam didn 't come to that room, then that means there 's a number of rooms you know that can be occupied at any time, mm. thousands of clones, so say this our room is occupied once every five hundred clones. How many times has a clone been in this room writing smiley faces when you don't have to go to this room every time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This has just been happening for so fucking long. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I think that it's interesting because that's the possibility of it being happening for so fucking long. Yeah, it's definitely there,
1: or just him just doing it over and over and Him race. just doing
0: it over and over. But mm. the the thing is that that we have a timeline because mm. the movie gives you a timeline. The movie oh, yeah, gives yeah. you a timeline of twelve years. Yeah. From original Sam mm. to off-not oh, yeah, yeah. Sam,
1: yeah, three years—the three-year-old kid and fifteen years old yeah. by the end, yeah. And
0: not only that, but the the monitors and the and the when Gertie shows him the, the yeah. footage, yep. it's it only goes up to year twelve, yeah. So it's only been happening for like a decade. ten years or so, yeah. yeah. Um, but in, in that decade, it means that there's been four,
1: at least four, well, yeah,
0: four or five Sams,
1: yeah, maybe a couple of casualties, but yeah, four, yeah. yeah, at least four or five, at least.
0: So so like it. it I, that level of word building yeah. becomes much more important when you realize that this is a cycle yeah. that has no intention of stopping. No, it. and 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 it's only been going for like this small amount of time, mm. but it means that it's making enough profit that it's going to keep happening. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a bit of like fuck you capitalism to the a narrative. Bit. Yeah, but there's also a little bit of but there's more of a dramatic tension in terms of character than it mm. is with any grand anything message.
1: else. Yes, yeah. I mean, Which I enjoy. Yes. It sounded
0: like being beat over the head with bullshit. No. That's uh-uh. just it's fucking it was a it was a it was a fun, good look it wasn't fun. It was a depressing, yeah, good looking Movie, yes, that was an amazingly fun experience to watch. I I
1: agree. I mean, it's there's there's something to be said about movies that have the same writer and director. Mm -hmm. I think eighty percent of my favorite movies are that way: same writer, same director. I'd have to do further research, maybe an episode on that one day. But yeah, just same writer, same director. I feel like there's a much clearer vision to a movie. Absolutely, because
0: there's no there's no translation errors between writer and director, director and writer. Yeah um I, I love i love writer director movies Same. I, I think i think most of my favorite movies are also As i'm <laughs> saying
1: me too i was like yeah, i yeah. think 80 or so but it's like that's so I, that's not an idea that i've actually researched before but mm-hmm. I, I will be thinking about that
0: the the score for this movie was very like i, w- I wouldn't it was very quiet yeah. it was very like subtle but yeah. it was it was it there. helped so much yes with just the ambience of the film yeah and uh the, even though the cg is like somewhat dated yeah. You can notice when there's like a CG shot.
1: But they weren't trying very hard to be like a CG space movie, which right. was was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, which I, I think I, I, I think the movie looked great. I think yeah. it's going to look great for the next couple of years. Yes. And I think it's one of those movies that if you don't know who Sam Rockwell is, That'll it's like Dre is a very good yeah. starting point yeah. to yeah. see Sam Rockwell's work. Oh, yeah. Because I think he is... Phenomenal in
1: this movie. You got about four more movies to watch it from now. Being a, a pot smoking hippie, being a, like a super like dancer guy. Like this guy is rage out of this now? world. Um, just recently, he was on Saturday Night Live playing, I think, John, not John Malkovich. What's the guy that looks like John Malkovich? Um, Vince J.K. Simmons. He was oh, playing a, oh J.K. Simmons. He, he was playing J.K. Simmons and pretending to be. do people
0: J.K. really do look alike to you. I mean, you? not even <laughs> joking.
1: They seriously do. I haven't been holding up this gag for two years for nothing. <laughs> like it's real shit.
0: I, I thought it was a bit. I nope. thought it was a long running bit, nope. but after that comparison, it's,
1: it's not a bit. J.K. Simmons and, and John Michael Vijon look a little bit alike to you? I mean, they're both old white dudes. That's the yeah, they're only they're thing they're, they got. they're both. Oh, they have the same body frame. They're both white. Their both heads bald. are shaped the same. They're both bald. Like and that, that's all. I mean, you know what i Both 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 about the same height. Like yeah, they kind of fit. J.K.
0: Simmons is a little bit more gobbly neck, though. Yeah, yeah than, he is. Than John Malkovich. He definitely is.
1: Yeah, but I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I also bold. think
0: of J.K. Simmons. I, I still think of like Spider Man. J.K. Simmons. He was I don't a think of Whiplash. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, what's the name of the journalist? The uh, newspaper guy.
1: New Jameson, Jonah Jameson. Oh, Jameson. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah In the yeah, yeah, the yeah. Sam Raimi movies. Yep. He
0: was a uh, Jonah J. Jameson. I know you're talking about yeah. And uh, it's probably like he's done a lot of good movies yeah. since then. Yeah. That's absolutely my favorite. All
1: right. Yeah. yeah. J.K. Simmons role. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so what would you give Moon? One out of ten.
0: I I really would give it a solid eight.
1: That's what I'm. I'm going like eight point. F- f- nope, I'm going eight. Like eight. Yeah. The the point five is the part of me that just is a, so attached to the movie. Yeah. You know, but yes, yeah, it's, it's like an eight. It's like an eight. This movie is really good. Of yes. Yeah. It's,
0: it's amazingly yeah. well written, yeah. amazingly well directed, yeah. amazingly well performed. Yes. yes. Uh, it's well put together. The editing is satisfying. The pacing is satisfying. There is nothing about this movie that I feel I would have loved to see done better. I think Duncan Jones did what he wanted to do Ooh. and it paid off.
1: Wow, this is the first time I've underrated really. Well, hardcore like that. Yeah. Eighty nine percent from Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-nine percent from audience. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, it's like eight eight point five. I mean, it's 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 good. It's yeah. it's a movie that I guarantee you you won't walk away from saying, eh.
0: Right. It'll make <laughs> yeah. you it'll make you feel, make something. You feel something. Uh and, and oh God, I love those movies. Yep. I would rather watch a movie that makes me feel something yep. than a movie that's technically perfect.
1: Yes, it's I agree. So much better. I agree.
0: Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, solid eight. I think the movie is is fantastic. Yeah, and I'm sad that I didn't watch it sooner. Really, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, we're gonna cut to the closing, do the television and movie premieres for next week. If you haven't seen Moon, uh, absolutely do it. If you haven't seen anything by Sam Rockwell, absolutely watch anything by Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah. I think he's. I've only seen him in two movies uh, that I know of right now. Okay. And I'm already like sucking his dick. It's just he's good.
1: Uh, you seen you seen Seven Psychopaths? I of that he was in Seven Psychopaths. Hell yeah, he's one of the psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: so I guess I've seen three. See, that's what I said. Yeah. I didn't recognize Sam Rockwell before.
1: Yeah.
0: Because uh, I didn't pay attention to his like to his face because he's kind of a chameleon.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is definitely is. Uh,
0: but uh, Seven Psychopaths is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, definitely check out Sam Rockwell. I think he deserves every props that he can get. Oh, yeah. And didn't he win Best Supporting Actor in
1: uh, Three sure. Billboards? I don't know. I didn't get to keep up with the awards recently, but, I mean, mm-hmm. if he did, he deserved it. Yeah,
0: maybe a Golden Globe, I think, for Best Supporting. Because I think Frances McDormand won something, like Best Actress or whatever. What happened?
1: You look surprised. There's something, whatever's happening with Moon that Duncan has, um, with the movie Mute, mm-hmm. that Duncan has coming out at uh, the end of this year, Sam Bale, the character from Moon, is rumored to be in Mute.
0: The original Sam Bale? It says it, like, says,
1: Sam it says Sam Bale, like not Sam Rockwell, Sam Bale, rumored.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> I want to see what that, yeah.
0: Uh, what's the release date on Mute?
1: Uh, it just says a tentative 2018.
0: Tentative, okay. Yeah. Yeah, keep keep that movie in your mind because it's gonna be lit. Hell yeah! Uh, that's it for for movie. Moon, fucking yeah. fantastic! Yeah. Uh we're gonna cut and come back to television and movies.
1: Think that was possible? Like how? Like I love cheese. You can't put enough cheese on there. But it's just like yeah. There's like the, the cheese to noodle ratio for the bite.
0: was too bad? Way there's too, too much, much cheese flavor. Not enough noodle flavor. Yep. You need the balance. You gotta have a balance. No, you need the balance.
1: Yeah, but yeah. You
0: I, know what? Okay. I Sorry, I'm gonna go on a tangent no, before yeah. I let you go on this fucking yeah. thing.
1: No, okay. yeah.
0: I've been cooking on and off for about. Two years. Right? Yes. Almost as long as we've been doing the podcast. Yeah. I have been cooking. Yes. And I've made some pretty goddamn complicated dishes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I made uh, the dish that they make in Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. I've made homemade pasta. Mm-hmm. I've made like really delicious steaks and chickens. Oh, yeah. Like herb crusted and shit. Yes. I've cooked. Yes. Complicated things. Yes. Why the fuck? Can I not make a goddamn omelet without sticking to the fucking pan? What? I can't, it, it it pisses me off How? so badly. What do you mean? I just it just sticks to the pan.
1: Are I you gre- not spraying the pan? Grease? It.
0: I put mm. I I've, I've greased it. I've put butter. I've even put a tiny bit of oil to experiment. Mm. I've done everything that people tell you to do to not make your egg stick to the fucking pan.
1: What's the temperature setting?
0: So I have tried it in all settings. I tried it high at first. I tried it mm. medium. I tried like medium low, medium high fucking sticks every goddamn time and i end up with a broken fucking omelet and i'm fucking pissed off at it i am
1: so mad
0: cannot make an omelet to save my goddamn life i'm i'm I'm
1: omelet master man like but but it's just like the whole thing is just the the flipping of the omelet but after that like i don't i've never had a problem with it just sticking to where you can't even fold it well that's the thing like if,
0: if if i go to fold it it, it just breaks because it sticks to the fucking pan, so I uh. can't fucking fold it.
1: Are you? Are, is it? Is are you letting it cook for too long to where it doesn't have that elastis, elatic, elasticity?
0: I don't know. Maybe? I don't know what's happening because uh. if I if I let it cook for for long enough to where I can fold the entire thing,
1: then it'll smack in half. Break it'll half.
0: it'll break in half, mm. and it just bleh, the filling falls out. Yeah. If I don't let it cook enough, I do, I'm just flipping a liquidy mess. Yep. I don't know what it is. I am so frustrated. Huh. It's been eight months of yeah. me trying to make a fucking decent omelet. Yeah. And I just keep sticking to the goddamn pan. I don't know. And I don't know if I just, I just need to get a better nonstick pan. Maybe so. But I've tried it on four pans that I have, hmm. two of which are decidedly nonstick.
1: Are you using a pan that, um, that is the size of the omelet that you want? Y- yeah, yeah. You know, because, like, if if I have a pan that's, like, uh, this big, sorry, listeners, you can't see how big uh, my hand is out there, but it's, like, and I pour all my liquid into that, so it's making exactly the size that I want, so when you fold it in half, it's half the size of the pan. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know, I, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is happening. Yeah.
0: I've made some pretty complicated shit in the yeah, kitchen. you've made before. some great food that I've seen. And it looks like, I made a fucking tomato bisque soup the other day mm. where I roasted the tomatoes mm. and I pureed them mm. and I seasoned that shit perfectly yes. with tiny little slices of parmesan cheese mm. and it tasted fucking amazing yes. and I made grilled cheese with it. And it looked good. I've made mm. baked tuna. I've made Asian soup. I've made curry. Can't fucking make an omelet. You and had I'm some, frustrated.
1: You had some pork belly bacon that i seen in a picture not too long ago that looked really good.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the, the fucking um, yeah. chicken alfredo. I made oh, homemade yeah. pasta. Yeah, you did. I made that shit. Mm. Can't make a fucking omelet. Save my goddamn life.
1: <laughs> uh, scrambled eggs in it. Yes. <laughs> it
0: makes me so... It's genuinely a point of contention in my life yeah. with myself. Every time I don't get an omelet done... I want to fucking throw it across the room. Yeah. It's frustrating. So uh, I, I, I'll figure it out, man. Yeah, the man. day that I get to make an omelet is the day they're going to find me like fucking stroking my own dick in the microphone. <laughs> like, yeah, I made a fucking Look, omelet. I've
1: done, I have done. I have accomplished life. <laughs> that is it. Omelet. So fucking mad. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: So mad. No. Anyway. All right. Television. If any of you have any tips on how to make an omelet and get it not stick to your pan, I mean, I have tips. I'm an, I'm
1: an omelet master. You're an omelet master. And what you're telling master. me is that you're, you're failing at making omelets. omelets. Yes. <laughs> I will go to your
0: house. I yes. will watch you make three. I will match you make omelets. Yes. I will buy you the eggs.
1: I can make omelets all day, man. Yeah, I like seriously, fucking... I, I, I'm not even like over exaggerating it at all. No. Like I can't cook a lot of things. So it's like <laughs> eggs and like eggs, bacon. You know, cereal, yeah. breakfast things. It's like yeah, I can, I can do that. So it's like with with an omelet. I've made millions of omelets, man. I, it's it's just millions. Like I don't I don't see the problem. Like I said, if you have a pan that's big enough and then you you you, you, you stir up all your eggs, you pour it in, into the pan and then you let it sit for a minute. As soon as it solidifies just enough on the bottom to where you can move the pan and all and all the eggs move at the same time, yeah. then I'm flipping that bitch. I don't care how liquidy it's on on the top layer. No. If I move if I shake that pan and all the eggs move on the bottom layer, I'm flipping that that's bitch.
0: That's the thing. My eggs don't move in the bottom layer because they're fucking sticking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna come over to your house yes. on a fucking Saturday morning, yes. just to watch you make fucking I'll omelets. Do it. I'll do it, man. I swear to God, because I Lord. am fucking pissed off at it. I want to make a goddamn omelet. Yeah, and, and 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 the thing is, like, there's two omelets that I really want to make. Yeah, there's three actually. I want to make the classic omelet, yeah. which is like the American omelet. That's you the only thing I know how to do. That yeah. shit, right? But there's a French omelet. What's that? That looks fancier. Because like you a fucking triangle? roll it.
1: Oh, right? so I have seen those. You fold
0: it like two or three times yeah. and you roll it. And then, and then there's a Japanese omelet, oh, shit. which looks amazing. And All it's right. delicious. I can't fucking do it though. Cause I don't know how to make the fucking American ass omelet, yeah. so I'm not gonna be able to roll the French ass omelet. Yeah. If I don't know how to roll the French ass omelet, I'm not gonna be to able to get the dexterity to make the fucking Japanese omelet. No, nah, you're not ready
1: for uh, egg, omelet, or origami. No, not, no, not <laughs> ready, for really that shit. ready for that.
0: No. <laughs> you see how they fold that shit? They like take a square ass <laughs> pan yeah. and they pour a little bit of the egg liquid let time. it cook and they just like flip it, yep. butter it up again, and a then put another more, more and then just yeah. flip it again, and they come <laughs> up with this like this nice delicious square Mm-hmm. Block of omelet, yeah, and I just I'm I'm jealous. That's I, what I'm saying. I'm jealous
1: of that. Yeah. I'm jealous of that, and I'll, I'll backpedal a little bit myself. I'm not an omelet master. I'm an American omelet master. No, like no. that. That's it. <laughs> as far as I can go. That
0: was six minutes of omelet <laughs> frustration. You're fucking.
1: Yo, you got <laughs> Are welcome. That's relatable as shit. <laughs> God damn it. Television
0: and movie premieres.
1: <laughs> uh, this week in television and movie premieres starting from uh, Tuesday, February the 13th through Monday, February the 19th. Uh, the first is going to be Friday, February the 16th, Mozart in the Jungle. It's a comedy on Amazon. I believe this is season three or season four. Um, Girlfriend Mozart
0: in the Jungle? It's, um, like the composer? The like Mozart? composer
1: Mozart, yeah. And it's, it's all about music in and, and the, what is the 1800s, I guess, is when yeah. Mozart was around. And, but it, it looks very beautiful. Like the, My girlfriend watches every episode. I do not watch the show. But it's, what I do see in passing is wardrobe looks beautiful. <laughs> the show looks beautiful. It continues to win awards. And they keep the show on. And apparently there's another human that's watching it. So I assume that people may be watching this.
0: This so, is how much um, of an idiot I am. Mm-hmm. You said Mozart in the jungle. Yeah. And I said, oh, this is like Tarzan with a piano? What the f-
1: oh, fuck? <laughs>
0: maybe. <laughs> like, I didn't think right. it would actually be about Mozart. Yeah. I just thought it was some, like, clever wordplay.
1: Oh, yeah. The jungle thing is supposed to be a metaphor for, like, the things that he's dealing with in life. But, yeah, yeah that would be kind of cool, seeing Tarzan, like, grab some instruments instruments and, like, conducting yeah. an orchestra. Start
0: playing fucking Careless Whispers.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> careless Whisperer.
0: <laughs> Not a Mozart song. Not a <laughs>
1: I think he would dig it though yes. I think he would dig Kellis whisper <laughs> you know Mozart was a he he was a, um an eccentric guy I mean you know yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, yeah he like he was he would get into it but that's uh, that's Friday February the 16th Mozart in the jungle a comedy on Amazon uh the next thing is going to be Sunday February the 18th Eric Andre does Paris it's oh, uh
0: man. <laughs> I, I've been watching a little bit of Eric Andre stuff yeah. I'm working past the cringe. Factor in yeah. it's really hard for me.
1: It's tough, and yeah. it's like now I can kind of watch him now, but he's equivalent to a guy that was around in my like teenage years—a guy named Tom Green. It's um Tom Tom Green was a guy before um uh, Borat, so okay. it's like he he had a movie early in the nineties called Freddie Got Fingered, and it was like Daddy, would you want some sausage? Daddy, would you want some sausage? And he hung sausage by a string in his room and just had hundreds of sausages hanging through the room. And then his father would come up to the room and then he's just fucking with him. Daddy, would you want some sausage? And making the sausage move back and forth. Like it was just that that Eric Andre type of guy. Like, But he got very popular in the early 90s. He dated, um, uh, what's the lady from, uh, she was in... She was in E.T. as a kid. Barrymore. Um, oh, yeah, Drew Barrymore? Dated Drew oh. Barrymore for a little while, like he was very popular. But yeah. So this is this is Eric Andre. It's kind of like my new Tom Green. It's hard to watch because you're doing some ridiculous shit. You're making everybody around you uncomfortable. They have no idea what the hell is going on.
0: <laughs> oh man, I watched one bit of, one skit of him that Jonathan showed me where he's pretending to be a photographer. Yeah. And he's got his face like in the camera, taking pictures of like a model. Yeah. And then some dude walks by. And he just screams at him, pay the toll as he, like, removes the camera and he's only got one eye oh, in God. the camera. Yeah, It's just like, what the fuck are you doing, Eric? Stop it. Yeah? Stop it. Yes. But he's funny as shit.
1: I, I have, now, what what would it be called? It's not intellectual property. Um, what, what kind of property would it be for, like, my image? You know,
0: it depends. If it's a brand.
1: No, just like just m- me and m- me. Like, so say if, um, if you have a camera out mm-hmm. and then you were to take, if you were to take a picture of me
0: and oh. I'm saying
1: that you took something from me. You, I have my image. Now you took my image from That's, me. I
0: think it's just a privacy thing. That, if, like it's not, it's, not an, it's not necessarily like an intellectual copyright. Mm-hmm. It's just like you don't authorize your privacy to be waived for the release of that. Photo. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like you own... I mean, you do own that's, your image. That's what I'm
1: trying to say, yeah. But yeah. when
0: you claim it, it's just like it was a violation of privacy, not an intellectual copyright violation.
1: Because I'm like, why why would it not be looked at the same as like a uh, theft?
0: It is. It is. It, it is... Theft. That's a theft of privacy.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's yeah. not
0: a theft of intellectual copyright. It's a theft. Not of
1: intellectual. Privacy. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 I was trying to figure that out. Because like, if if say whoever this this uh, this person is, and then someone's like, "Hey, can I take can I take your picture?" Yeah. And I'm just thinking about the word "take." It was yeah. like, so you have it, and now I'll be leaving with this. And then I'm like, no, I don't want you to leave with my image. This is mine.
0: Yeah. Fun fact: the <laughs> Japanese has a have a really weird.
1: I know about this thing
0: because yeah. they they there's the thing that like. Pictures would take part of your soul.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: why there were so little pictures of Japanese people yeah. at some point in time.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if I go that far that I'm thinking that you're, it's my soul, but I do believe that it's like it's me and I own my image and myself and my being. Yeah. And if I don't authorize another person to capture that moment, like you can capture it with your eyes and record it with your brain, yeah. you know, but it's just like anything outside of that, like, Something no. Something
0: that exists. Yeah. I think you can make the argument if you're a brand, mm. like if your personality is a brand, like yeah. for example, like the Eric Andre character yeah. that he does in the show, yep. that's a brand. Yeah. And I think if someone were to try to recreate that brand in mm. his own content,
1: then, that would then be you can
0: file intellectual yeah. copyright yeah. because that is a, a substitutable marker product for that brand. Yeah. And then you can file a copyright.
1: There was, there was this thing. Oh, I'm back writing again. Yeah. Um, there was this thing I was writing um, last week. And it's so silly and, and stupid, but it was along what I'm talking about right now. No, I mean, it's, it, is, it is stupid until it's fleshed out, but it was just, I don't know. So, um, so there's a lady, she's walking down the street. And um and she, she she's she's doing a number of things, she's going about her business, she's she's doing errands, mm-hmm. and then this guy he comes up and then just quickly takes a picture of her with his, his camera phone and then walks off. And then she's like, What the fuck? Oh my god, oh my god, stop! Somebody stop him! Somebody stop that man! And he's he's running down the street, and then a guy, he's like, Oh my god, what happened? What happened? What did he take of your purse? Did he take your purse? No, what did he take? My picture <laughs> and then the guy stops and he's like what the fuck? <laughs> Your picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just like just you know just empathizing with the lady like something was stolen from her. Yeah. You know, but just it just the the writing was for like society doesn't view it as anything was taken from you in the first place. Right. So anyway, yeah. All right. I like
0: that. I like that <laughs> idea. Yeah. You took my picture. You, you, yeah, you me.
1: took it. Yeah. you left with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know that's me in there. Yeah. it's mine. Man. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, I deserve that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. No <laughs> <You're a>, fine <laughs> No, I makes <mean. laughs> sense. That's uh, the Eric, Eric Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Eric Andre does Paris is a comedy. Adult Swim, 12:15 a.m.
0: Is he doing the? Is doing a show in Paris? Is that what's happening?
1: Uh the uh, the Eric Andre show got canceled, but this is another whatever this thing is like a special, it's a comedy type special, where he's just in Paris and I guess. Fucking with people in Paris.
0: My favorite thing about the Eric Andrew show was Hannibal Beerus.
1: Yes. So, yes. Love Hannibal. I love it. Yes, <laughs> whack. <laughs> Hannibal has a podcast, um, the Handsome Rambler podcast. Yeah. Um, he hasn't done it since December the 15th. So Hannibal Burris, um worldwide comedian, I know you listen to this podcast. And when you do listen to this, I'm very upset that you haven't put out a podcast in a month. So do something about that. <laughs> I've listened
0: to the Chris D'Elia podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris D'Elia is fucking hilarious. No, yes. Just yeah. the way he talks yeah. makes me laugh. He is. I've, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts lately. Nice. And it's fucking, I, I got to listen to the Hannibal Buress one.
1: It's good. It's good yeah. stuff. But that's uh, that's the Eric Andre does Paris Sunday, February the 18th at 1215 a.m. Adult Swim. Uh, same day, Sunday, February the 18th is the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. It's, uh, don't know who he is. <laughs> hmm? don't know who he is. Joel McHale. Joe McHale. He's um, from the community. He's the main character on the community. Tall white guy.
0: Is that the, the guy that's friends with Charles Gambino in the show?
1: I mean, they all are. Oh, no, you're talking about uh, Met or the, the Indian guy.
0: No, 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 no. The the white guy that that the white guy. He's yeah, the only the white guy, guy on there. Is the only white guy there? Well the show? there's
1: two. There's an old white guy. Oh, okay. So he's that's a young name. white guy. Yeah, okay. I know guy. who he is. Joe McHale.
0: Yeah. Didn't
1: yeah, know that was his name. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he had a show called The Soup um on Basic Cable for you, you, I mean it was it was called Talk Soup when Aisha Tyler hosted it in the early nineties and then just called The Soup. Yeah, it's, you it's
0: know, just within, a, I didn't expect j- that name.
1: Just The Soup. You know, but yeah, it's coming back. It's the exact same thing. It's um, The Soup Lives. Joe McHale's new weekly topical Netflix series will have a humorous, clip-driven look back at the past week in pop culture and current events, much as his uh, former E-series did. It'll be on Thursdays and Tuesdays. I mean, I I like the format. I like what they do. I like Joe McHale, so um, we'll see if this format can work for Netflix having something, you know, bi-weekly. That's not bi-weekly. Twice a week.
0: They tried it with... uh...
1: Uh, the lady from Samantha, Samantha Bees
0: B? Samantha Bee's maybe.
1: I was thinking that was, a
0: talk, that was a talk show format.
1: No, I know what you're talking about. The, Chelsea, got, Chelsea, 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 Hammer. Chelsea, Chelsea. There yeah. we go. Yep.
0: And I think Sarah Silverman's doing it too. Yeah, but, yeah, I think she is. I yeah, think I think, she, she I think she hers is. is
1: on Hulu. Maybe. Maybe hers is on Hulu. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's it's a it's a popular rising format. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it I is.
0: think I think it could do very well.
1: Yeah, I hope so. We'll see it. Uh, and the last thing for television this week is last week tonight with John Oliver. It's a news talk comedy show HBO, HBO at 11 p.m.
0: Love that show so much. Hell yeah, man! It's so fucking funny,
1: you British fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> uh, last week tonight with John Oliver.
0: His, his, he he had a segment on the Puerto Rican
1: Puerto Rico. Oh, oh yeah, that's a extremely long callback. Most of you new listeners probably have no idea what I that's forgot, even about. I forgot. That was <laughs>
0: You do it often <laughs> enough that I forget. <laughs>
1: it's just so freeze yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but he, he had a, like a whole bit on Puerto Rico's national debt and yeah. like what, how the U.S. owns us and whatever. Yeah. And it was the most informative, saddest thing yeah. I've ever watched that yeah. I laughed my ass off.
1: At.
0: <laughs> he just has a way of like giving you the sad facts of something. Yeah. And then going like, you're fucking ridiculous.
1: He sure does. He <laughs> really does. Anyway. Um, and let's see, for movies, uh, we have two movies. Uh, the first one is Red Sparrow. It's a rated-R mystery thriller. The rundown is, a ballerina is recruited to Sparrow School, a Russian intelligence service where she is forced to use her body as a weapon. But her first mission, targeting CIA agent, threatens to unravel the security of both nations. Um the- a
0: Black Widow movie?
1: <laughs> 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 the the director is Frances Lawrence and it stars Jennifer Lawrence Joel Egerton and Mary Louise Parker
0: see I I was excited about that mm-hmm. that's a female director right Frances Lawrence I don't know uh, I I was excited about that I want to say it's a, a guy but I don't know something about Lawrence like Jennifer Lawrence's face mm-hmm. attached to it yeah I like her she's really good at acting yes she is but if she's got that mainstream like eh, really
1: she she does like I think she's trying very hard to break out of that yeah. with um with mother and I think she's going to be taking a lot more of non mainstream type of roles yeah. that can show that she can actually act because she can. No, she can. Know, she but, did
0: Grin and American Hustle and several lines playbooks. She
1: did Bones, um, uh, American Bones or something. One, one of her very, winters Bone. Oh yeah, yeah, I love
0: that movie. Yeah. That movie was really good. Yeah,
1: and that was very early on. So yeah. like she can she can very much act. But That's after the movie that put her on the map. It was yeah. Know. But a- after that then she became a big movie star and not oh now you. Acting next to Bradley Cooper, now you're acting next to Bradley Cooper again. Now you're, you know, since so now it's like
0: Bradley Cooper again. Yeah. Hey, yeah. this is Thomas Chris. Pratt. Chris
1: Pratt. Yeah. So it's like, all right, no, we we know that you can. act, Oh, and um, what, what was that, American Hustle or whatever? Amer- Bradley Cooper Bradley too. Yeah. Cooper. So we're just like, we know that you can act very well, but because of the movies that you've been taking and making a lot of money, a lot of money off of, your face has been oversaturated, yeah. and it's just like, regardless of how great you can act, we got to see something else. So.
0: I think Mother was a good was a good start to that. Hopefully, this movie is not mainstream. Yeah, action movie at all.
1: Yeah, as much as as many problems as I had with uh, with Mother, it was definitely like a very good um, palate cleanser for for Jennifer yeah. Lawrence's career.
0: Is is Frances Lauren a woman?
1: I looked. I was typing the name in, but because I typed so terrible, it looked up a Frances Laura. <laughs> so, Frances Lauren.
0: IMDB might help.
1: Lauren Francis. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to have to get back to this. Yeah, I'll, I'll it But uh, the next thing is uh, Death Wish. It's a rated R movie, 108 minute runtime. It's an action crime drama thriller. Uh, the rundown is a family man becomes a vigilante killing machine when his family is violently attacked by robbers. Director Eli Roth, starring Bruce Willis.
0: So, uh, taken? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Family a, man becomes a vigilante killing machine when his family is violently attacked by robbers. That, that's taken, right? Yeah. Taken with uh, Bruce Willis. Taken with there's no kidnapping. T- taken with Bruce Willis. No kidnapping. But you're adding E-R- Eli Roth. So you know it's going to be the most bloody, gruesome oh. thing that you've ever seen. That, you cool. know what that is. It's like the hostile guy.
0: I forgot he did uh, Green, Green Inferno. was the only movie that I've seen from him. What was it? Green Inferno. I never heard of that. It's, it came out like maybe two or three years ago. Oh, It was such a...
1: Was it the same thing that he normally does? Just blood and gore, and okay, yeah, that's but what
0: it is. But it was blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore. No, that's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Seriously, and it's just like, the, God, I get it. That's
1: dude. what Hostel is. It's like, just like there was nothing,
0: like, a, like a like a, like a clitoral mutilation like tension, mm-hmm. and they're just like, what the fuck is wrong? Stop. Yep. Yep. Like at least <laughs> at least set that up with interesting characters if yeah. you're gonna do it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, he,
0: yep. didn't he do um, Green Room as well?
1: I didn't see Green Room. I'm that not was, sure about
0: uh, that. I don't think that was him. That was another all right. person. All right. Anyway, Eli Roth. Man, yeah. Not excited.
1: Nah, not at all. But yeah, that's that's it for movies.
0: All right. Cool. That yeah. was uh, that was it. Yeah. I'm, man, movies are rough in January. Yeah. Yeah. That we got a couple like,
1: months before we get anything good. Like
0: ah, Fucking Insidious came out. Pearl Mary came out. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, just because I thought about, I've been watching a little bit of The Office, so I thought about mm. Jim Krasinski. Have you seen that? Uh, the trailer,
1: hours? yeah. I, I, I want to see that. That actually looks really good.
0: I, I, that released already, didn't it?
1: It may have. I guess. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. See, I haven't seen it. I really want to nah, watch that. Me neither. Anyway,
1: it made me think of what's the uh, the the scary movie that came out in 2016? The horror movie about the uh, the blind guy that um, breathe, breathe. That's what it's called. Yeah. Don't breathe. Don't, don't breathe. breathe. It, 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 remind, it made me think of Don't Breathe because just because just you're taking a, a sense away okay. from you know someone, but yeah. Yeah. I want to see that. Anyway.
0: Uh, no, 13 Hours was the shitty one that he did. It was the war movie.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about the whatever movie is supposed to come out when John Krasinski is living in a home with his family. Tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no,
0: no. I was thinking about that movie too. Oh, okay. But I named it 13 Hours. Yeah. 13 Hours is the shitty war movie that he did. Ah,
1: uh, I didn't see a that. Different movie. Okay.
0: Anyways. Uh, uh, that's it for an episode. We yes. will see you next week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us at underscore podcast on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at the FFS Podcast. You can find us on Teacher, Stitcher, oh. SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music app, iTunes Podcast app. Under the name for film's sake. Yes. And uh, my personal Twitter handle is at Brian Ocilla.
1: I'm at a T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z. And, hey.
0: and that's it for today's episode. So we'll see you guys next week. Hey.